0: Hello and welcome to the Field Ready Podcast, where I, Andrew Crabtree, guest host by interviewing Jim Robinson, the host of the
1: podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us. The objective of every product management team is to improve the product portfolio. If you're farming today, you have to be excited about what's going on. Favorite new advancement in this year's corn class?
0: That's like asking somebody who their favorite kid is, really.
1: So, but. (laughs) And so we really want to get to know what is exciting in Seeds right now.
0: Well, hello, and welcome back to the Field Ready Podcast, where I'm going to guest host by interviewing the full-time host, Jim (laughs) Robinson. I'm Andrew Crabtree. Jim, thanks for being on your show. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Fun stuff. Um, So, Jim, we had a, I I don't know if you heard last week's episode or not, but uh, we had a fantastic interview with your dad, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and your dad, Rob, talked about... I guess this what I kind of describe as this annual pilgrimage, where he goes out and looks and touches and feels corn. Yes, um, it's a little unique for a CEO of a seed corn company to be so obsessed with going out and seeing everything and touring the
1: touring the country. Oh, he loves going out and looking at product. I, I think I, I don't think he would be in the seed industry if he wasn't able to do that every year.
0: And and I think that I mean it's probably something that goes back to even his childhood. I'd say.
1: Oh, absolutely! I mean, he grew up in and around uh, corn and the research program that started in the early '70s, and so he's been looking at corn for a long time. It's just grown to love it. In fact, he was when he was we were still had uh, J.C. Robbins Company. He was one of the few people that could identify each inbred just from looks alone by walking through the oh, wow. nurseries. So he has an eye for corn, and he loves doing it.
0: I mean, and I'm assuming that's something that you have a similar story, right? I mean, you were around the seed business as a kid and, you know, I think maybe did you get some of that passion from your dad?
1: (laughs) I've spent my fair amount of time in the cornfield and I I did get that passion and I I take my kids out to the uh, plots as well. And so trying to, you know, build that in and where it may not be genetic, it can be learned. Yeah, Mm -hmm. there you go. I love it. So one of the things
0: we talked about with your dad was this kind of what I call this pilgrimage and. I feel like maybe you've done a similar pilgrimage this year, but instead of looking at commercial products, you're looking more at advancements
1: and kind of the future of the lineup. Absolutely. We have a a kind of an advancement process we go through through the year. And in order to do that, we have to be able to see, touch, feel and measure uh, all the different pre-commercial products. And that can come either from our internal uh, trialing where we have small pot trialing of our own where we're putting our own development products, some products from licensors and things of that sort, all the way through to working with our licensors and walking through their own trials as well. So we spend a couple of weeks during the fall taking a look at those and then all summer looking at our own trials as well.
0: So where where have you been this fall? Uh, you know, where has this this journey taken
1: you? Ooh. So this journey has taken me all the way from kind of west central Nebraska uh, up through eastern Nebraska, northern Iowa, central Iowa, uh, central Minnesota, northern Minnesota, and North Dakota, as well as uh, chunks of South Dakota, all the way out to central South Dakota. And then we have John King, who's out in Ohio, who's been in uh, across Ohio, Michigan, and uh, parts of eastern uh, Indiana.
0: So is part of the, you know, it, I'm assuming that the geography is a little wider than it's been in the past, right?
1: Just a little bit wider. Yeah, we've we gone from only looking at Nebraska, Kansas, Iowa, Dakotas and Minnesota to all the way out in Ohio, Michigan, talking about New York State for master's choice and uh, even up into Canada. Which is exciting, but brings maybe some challenges with it. Absolutely. I mean, there are a lot of different environments involved in those geographies that we need to account for, and where we may find you know some hybrids that'll work across all of those environments. We also need to make sure we're addressing each individual environment so that we can maximize the benefit for the growers of the products we're bringing forward. Very well said. Uh, So you've you've been
0: literally all around the country and and you know even into Canada. So what are you seeing? What's as you're looking at the the future of the Rob Seco and the Master's Choice lineups. What's what's there to be excited
1: about product wise? Yeah, you know what's really exciting is is kind of the diversity of things coming right now because as we've talked to our sales guys the last several years, there are a lot of new breeding programs and uh, companies that are entering into the licensing space uh, across a various set of trait platforms and so you know there are a lot of new uh, companies that are introducing agri traits into their products so there's a lot of diversity coming there uh, there are products coming from uh, the power core list side then there's the bigger trait platforms that we're looking at and uh, so just the diversity of everything we're looking at is a lot of fun to see it's it's um, all different ear types, all different plant styles, plant heights, plant maturities, health, et cetera. It's, it's a lot of fun. You mentioned several different,
0: uh, trait providers there. And I know that there's been just even in, you know, since, since I started with Rob Seco a year ago, there's, there's new options and, you know, maybe talk about what the new options on the genetic and trait platforms look like. And why is that a good thing for Rob Seco and its customers?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, so in the uh over the course of the last twelve months, uh we have new trait platforms available through RobSico. And uh so PowerCore Enlist is a uh trait stack that would be uh PowerCore, so three modes of action for corn rootworm along with some broadlep activity, uh as well as uh herbicide tolerance to glyphosate liberty or glufosinate and uh two four D choline. And so Uh, the germplasm coming through on the PowerCorn list side is going to be really exciting germplasm. We have very few products in the portfolio today with it, but we're seeing just an explosion of hybrids that are going to work anywhere from east to west, north to south. Uh, We're going to see a lot of different products coming that have some really nice plant health, good tar spot characteristics, and overall great grain quality too. And then on the uh the bear side of things, you know the bear trade stacks would be things like v t double pro smart Stacks, smart Stacks pro, and we're seeing an awful lot of high performing products coming there uh through uh that group too and the you know really products that fit exceptionally well on the high yield acre and so adding these new options to your to
0: your portfolio and to the customers uh I'm assuming you know that's ex- that's an exciting thing what what did, what does rob Seco as a company have to offer? you know, potential customers now that maybe it didn't a year ago in in a broad sense?
1: Oh, for sure. You know, I think uh, we have a product for every acre now. And so that could be the really tough acre where drought tolerance is really necessary or a product that's going to stand late into the fall because it might be the last uh, field that gets harvested. It could also be for the really high yield where you want to knock things out of the park, aim for 300 bushels an acre on that farm. Uh, we also have products that will fit some of those more specific end markets like Master's Choice. You know, a year ago, we were just starting to talk about Master's Choice because uh, that's when we, you know, we're welcoming Master's Choice into the family. Now, we have a broad offering of products that would be nutritionally enhanced silage to our customers where they can really target on their farm uh, to maximize profitability either through hauling grain to the elevator with Drop Seco grain products or by taking, uh, uh, some of those acres for silage with master's choice products. Yeah, that's exciting. And you,
0: you, you mentioned, you know, master's choice coming in a year ago. And even, even since, you know, even since that acquisition, there's been a string of press releases, I feel like fairly consistently through the last year, mm-hmm. you know, maybe talk about acquisitions and, and why, why those acquisitions
1: are a good thing for Rob Seiko and what they add to the kind of company at large. Oh, for sure. You know, we've had a great opportunity over the last year to welcome in a, a number of different brands and uh, and people from those brands. And so, within the last year, we acquired the Grain and Forge division of Rupp. Uh, we acquired uh, Big Cobb Hybrids. Uh, not to mention having already acquired uh, Master's Choice, and then most recently, uh, we completed the acquisition of Federal Hybrids. And so, there's a uh, really solid, exciting group of distributors and employees that are going to be joining our family from, uh, from there, which also introduces, uh, between all of the acquisitions, uh, much greater density within our footprint in order to allow for efficiency, uh, better product piles, better product access, and, and things of that sort that are just going to be good for not just Rob Seco, but also our customers.
0: And it makes your job so much easier now having to do more, you know, like the work of like four or five companies.
1: You know, it's a, it's a, it's been an exciting time period where I've developed a few more gray hairs, (laughs) but you know, with those gray hairs come opportunities. There you go. (laughs) Uh, Well, it's definitely, you know, I, I think the word
0: that we keep using is exciting. And so as we kind of, as we kind of wrap up our interview here, I just would like to know for you, you know. Maybe not so much on the actual specific product side or, or any one type of product, but what's exciting to you looking forward in the next two to five years on the trajectory of where Rob Seco's going?
1: Yeah, you know, I, on without getting into specific products, like you mentioned, I think what's uh, really going to be a great opportunity and excitement is is that advancements time this fall and next fall, probably the fall after is, you know, we're not going to be having discussions about well what what can we bring in here you know we we need to fill this gap it's going to be more uh, along the lines of we have too many good options now we have to start you know cutting things that we otherwise would have been advancing in a heartbeat and so i think really the development over the portfolio over the next couple of years is a great opportunity that we're going to be having a lot of fun doing and that's going to you know, come through kind of a strategic influx of products coming to the portfolio, but then also a lot of testing that happens on the backside and the and behind the scenes where we're going to be trying to sort, you know, the cream of the crop out of everything that we're looking at. So I, I think that's really going to be a great opportunity in terms of where Opseco is going is uh, product performance and product depth in the portfolio across brands. That is
0: exciting. Uh, so Jim, I'm, I'm going to wrap up here with you, but I, so I know. I know. I've seen firsthand how busy you were this summer and this fall. Corn has been harvested. One, is there a vacation in your future? And two, what does what does your job look like as you get into winter? And like, what's the what's the next step for advancing? Absolutely, I do have
1: a vacation planned between Christmas and New Year's. Good for you. Taking the family down to Costa Rica, so that'll yes. be a great vacation. Yes. Well uh, deserved. But between, <laughs> uh, we'll see about that. I have to earn it first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but between now and, and kind of the end of winter, uh, my job and the, the jobs of the product team here at Robseco is really to meet with all of our genetic suppliers and our trait suppliers, uh, as well as to meet together as a group to talk about new products, the life cycle of our old products, and then retooling the portfolio to prep for advancements, as well as then uh, introducing those advancements to the sales team, forecasting and developing a supply plan off of that. And so that's really the next couple of months. In fact, just before this podcast, I I sent out five different uh, advancements meeting invites to the product team for uh, five different genetic suppliers that we'll be uh, meeting with here in the month of December. So what I'm hearing you say is there's no rest for the weary.
0: There's no rest for the weary. (laughs) Well, Jim, thanks for coming on your podcast and letting me uh, let me pick your brain. Hey, thank you so much for hosting today. Yeah, no problem. Let's uh, we'll make sure you guys come back in two weeks, and uh, we'll we'll have another field ready podcast episode ready for you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Andrew. A Huda Media Production.